Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, we will be lifting your spirits. And that certainly just lifted my spirits. That is Maggie Smelser, a.k.a. Mama Mags. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my God. I have been gone for a while, but I couldn't think of two people that have been lifting my spirits for the last year or in the studio with me this morning. Uh, that was Kind of Love. Your new song, your new album coming out pretty soon. You're going to get that ready? Yep. Hopefully new album by middle of next year. Drop the whole thing, but we're going to release some singles on Spotify first. And joining us in the studio is Michael Glee. He's been here a lot. How, how do you know me, Mike? Um, I think I've known you for about 28 years now. Uh, you've been kind of <laughs> a big part of my life, and also you are my mother. Yeah. There you go. Mike's been on the show a lot. She had you. <laughs> Let's just explain that. <laughs> then I say, thank you for having me. And like, you can actually say that. Thank you for having me. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, I've been gone for a while, uh, trying to reinvent myself. A lot of amazing things happening for me on would be um, actually just enjoying my life. You know, I realized my blood pressure is so low right now, I kind of freaked out. And I think maybe I was stressed about a lot of things. And so just hanging on would be. Working there and having people come out and see me for retreats has been uh, really good for my health. And I think that's what we're going to focus on the first part of this show is focusing on our health. And that's the our Energy Matters tip of the week is exercising, eating right, and taking care of your, your root chakra, which is your, your base. you got to have yourself. you got to have your physical self ready to go to show up in the studio at 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> And so here we are, chakra work, we have the base, which is your root chakra, your physical world, then we have our relationships, which is uh, sacral chakra, and then you have the sacral, or so, solar plexus is when you shine. So we're going to work up those uh, chakras today, and I'm going to um, ask Maggie to go back, let's go back two years when I went and mm-hmm. visited you in um, Leavenworth, and I remember getting a really big hug from you, and you didn't want to let go, and I thought, something's wrong. Yeah, I was, uh, I was... Right before the turning point of uh, my addiction and alcoholism, uh, I was in a pretty bad way uh, at that point. Um, I was maintenance drinking, and um, when I saw you, it just like lit up this like old feeling, and I didn't know how to deal with it because I didn't know how to deal with anything, uh, any emotions really. Um, so yeah, that was like a really bittersweet moment, I think, where. I was like, oh, it's somebody who really cares about me, but I don't know how to let anybody care about me. <laughs> so. And I knew you from Snohomish as a 16-year-old playing music, and I started the taste of music for you, I think, you mm-hmm. and um, Alex. And uh, so through the years, I watched you, and, oh, you were working at the ski place, and I'd say hi, mm-hmm. and you go, yeah, I'm the Libra. How's my Libra thing going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good old Stevens Pass. Yeah, and you had just Leavenworth. You were playing music, and things got a little bit unhealthy for you, and you just uh, were on American Idol, and th- you were going through some some stuff. Right. Yeah, I um, went to the final audition um, in October of 2019. Um, wow. Yeah, like almost exactly two years ago. Whoa. Uh <laughs> And uh, I was there with, like, my entire family, and, like, all of Love and Worth was behind me, rooting me on. They had raised, like, almost $3,000 for me to do this entire thing, and 
Um, I was trying my best to hide my um, addiction and stuff from my family. And um, I was actually like detoxing at the audition because I had just been like going so hard, like not practicing like I should have been. And uh, yeah, that entire day for the audition, I was just like detoxing. I didn't even know it. I was like, why do I feel insane? Like, why do I feel so like shaky and weird and nervous? And um, yeah, that was kind of a rude, first of many rude awakenings, I think. So. And then you came home and then during this thing, I was about to do a music festival with you at Mm -hmm. Fest Hall and we were going to plan that for May 2020 and and then everything just stopped. Mm -hmm. Things kind of didn't work out very well. And then we had a pandemic. How, How did you do with that? Uh, when the pandemic hit, um, I think I was 74 days sober, um, and, you know, got the, I worked in a restaurant, you know, cocktail waitress in Leavenworth, and, uh, I got a call from my mom, because I lost my job, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just, like, do unemployment for a couple weeks, and my mom called me, and she said, you can't stay there, like, in a drinking town with no meetings, and, like, no, you know, you're still so fresh, because my brother, um, who's just, just celebrated five years. Like he, she's watched him go through early sobriety. So she kind of knew better than I did. And, uh, so yeah, I packed up a bag for quote two weeks while we quote flattened the curve. And then I ended up moving back to Snohomish to live with, um, her and her husband. And, uh, yeah. So, and I just stayed over here. I didn't go back to Leavenworth except for to, you know, visit friends and play shows. Um, periodically so and you continue to stay sober and you came out and visited me in august yeah was that in august august 2020 that's so crazy and we did the labyrinth and you spent the night and it was just so lovely to see you and and you were on your journey but still i mean it's fresh you're still working still yeah i mean was that like eight months sober or whatever and i just like felt compelled to reach out to you for some reason like it's like one of those like spiritual things where i was like I think I could really use like a realignment or something like whatever <laughs> that whatever that lady does like I need part of it you know, so that was a really cool cool time and it was like such nice weather and yeah it was cool. And then you were working at the grocery store and so was I so we had a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, working at the grocery store in a pandemic was rough. So oh god, bless you for doing that and myself. But at the same time in that that same month August I had my son come out and visit me, Mr. Glee. Remember that? Yes, I do. Did I baptize you in the cold water during a sunset? <laughs> yeah, we were swimming in the ocean. That was it was pretty cold, not gonna lie. And then but he, yeah. it was it was forced meditation and I needed it. So And he came out and he goes, I get it. I get it. You know, all these ten years I've been doing, he goes, I, I totally get it. And what were you going through at during the pandemic, Mike? Uh I'd say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but um forcing people to have to stay at home and kinda really look at everything. You know, you go through your daily lives and it kind of takes away everything in your life because you're so distracted with what you have to go through every day. When you actually have to sit down and think of everything, it it puts you through a lot. So I was going through a lot. I was drinking a lot at that time. And I just wasn't really happy with where my life was at the moment. And you weren't my son. I didn't recognize you, really. Um, this is a guy who loves shoes, okay? This is how I knew. <laughs> when he showed up with beat-up shoes and we go hiking and they barely fit him because they're falling off because they're so old, I'm like, that's not Mike. 
You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't taking care of himself physically. Uh, you were wearing sweats. <laughs> Just like, who is this guy? <laughs> you know, you've been going to the gym since you were a kid, but that was not you. And so um, what did you do to change? Well, just like Maggie, I became sober um, July 23rd of last year, and it was a it was a big day. And I actually looked back at that, and that was probably the biggest moment of my life because it our relationship, like we went through a hard time to make a better time, and I think our whole entire family is better from what happened. <coughs> and yeah, I took that out of my life, and ever since then, my life has been absolutely amazing. And he has a little list in his wallet. <laughs> well, that's thanks to you. Um, but, yeah, so that that happened in July, and then things were going better and better, opened up the companies, and life was going good. And, and then the year started this year, and you said you need to write down your intentions and what you want for the year. And I wrote down about 32 things on, like, a pa- or like the front and back of a paper, and then I've pretty much accomplished, like, 28 of them. So, and it's not even like I was focused on the paper. I haven't even, I've pulled that paper out of my wallet one time, but you said, you told, you made me even say them to you at your house. And you say, you need to say them out loud. Otherwise the universe won't know what you want. And so I said it out loud and I've gotten pretty much all of them so far. And that's why I'm having this show today because I'm going to cry right now. I love these two. And because the year has been so crazy, it's, and we're still in it. I get to watch them become the most beautiful you guys all both look like 10 years younger you, you actually look <laughs> the age you're probably supposed to be or maybe a little bit younger and you've also started exercising maggie works at a gym now mikey's back in the gym now and you made me go to the gym two weeks ago yeah. after talking to you you know what screw it the, the the gym has saved my life mikey was raised in a gym and he, actually baby shower was all the people that took my class was mikey in fact, one came to visit the island the other day, and it was so weird how old we are. But anyway. I was teaching step classes when you were nine months pregnant yeah. with me. So yes. I was in there doing the dance moves, too, and all that. You were the aerobic baby. And I did the personal training. And so, Mikey, we would go to the gym on Sundays. They'd swim. Then he was playing pickleball. Then he was playing basketball. Then he was playing golf with the people outside. So the gym is more than us just working out. It's, it's mind, body, and spirit. We get our, our community. We get our connections. And then we also get to um, breathe. You know, this whole not being able to breathe thing <laughs> is going to catch up with people after uh, a while. So the, the gym, I know over a lifetime has saved my life. My kids all pretty much still work out. Now, Maggie, what are you doing there? Uh, so I'm the uh, the assistant manager and also a coach at Wild Style Gym in Snohomish. And uh, I definitely did not grow up going to the gym. I was uh, not... Cause I got sober, right, and then was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna like lose all this weight, right?" And then like the opposite happened because I just ate a lot of sugar, <laughs> and uh, and so I was about nine months sober, and I just joined this kickboxing gym on a whim, and uh, in October of last year, I just celebrated a year there, and then I started working for them in May of this year, and um, I've officially lost fifty pounds since I started working out there. Congratulations. Which is incredible, yeah. Well, and I think with Mike, too, not having the place to go play basketball, not going to the gym, and not going anywhere, and just sitting there and watching the news or something, when is this thing going to end, puts you in a deep, dark despair. So, and there's another thing. I do not, I had television last night. I went to bed at 8. I mean, I just click. I turn that damn 
excuse my language thing off. <laughs> it is just crap. I mean, if I have to say one thing that you can do, get physical, get out of your house and do something. But if you're sitting at home watching television, I think Mike was doing that, wondering, I'm 25 or I'm 26. How am I ever going to have a family? How am I ever going to do this? And I think that's where the intention work came in. And Mikey reminds me now when I start focusing, which I kind of did in the car, and then he <laughs> caught me, right, is they first set your intentions, and then you count your blessings, and you go about your day doing what you can, what you have control over, right? That's AA anyways. It's like, mm-hmm. what do I have control over? Not and, much. Yeah. <laughs> basically, your physical body getting it somewhere or having a, a good attitude. And so uh, what is it that you do to start your day, Mike? Well, Wake up first. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everybody does that, long, hopefully. Long uh, I make my bed first, honestly. And I try to teach that to my nephew, and he's, he, hopefully he's learning. Um, but to start your day off with, like, something achieving, because then it starts your day off on a good path, um, then the rest of your day will be out like that. So that's what I start my day out, is by, by making my bed, but then setting your attentions and um, what you're thankful for. And so how do you know you're in the zone? What signs do you get? Um, well, four, 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 multiple fours in a row means I'm doing the right thing. Um, and then just synchronicities throughout the day. Synchronicity. So that's the universe giving you a wink. And I was telling Mike, I know when I'm not in the right place because it's not whimsical. It's not magical. And just, yeah, having you two here is is, is magic. So I, I know I'm back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm um, eventually... Mikey and I are, are working together, so there's that, that physical part, too. It's your, your income, the things you do to make money. Uh, Mikey, what did you do? You started a? Uh, I started a moving company to begin with, and then recently I started a staging company. And then you are going to be one of the stages. <laughs> and instead of sitting at home on unemployment, which is what you could have done because you were getting the, the max, there, yeah. you decided to not do that and get a job and start your own business. Yeah. To, well, we went all in, and I was, I was thinking about this yesterday. It was like... A lot of people are maybe scared or they have like a fear of going all in because they're fine with where they're at and I wasn't fine where I was at and I needed to make a change. And same with Robert Swift. He's the co-owner of the other companies and my best friend, roommate, brother from another mother. He's all that. Um, But we felt like we needed to go all in and we went all in. We gave everything we had and no matter what the outcome was, we were okay with it. And so... Yeah, that's what we did. And yeah. I've watched it, and it's pretty exciting to watch you uh, both. Instead of sitting at home in, in the depths of this, you guys both get, got, getting a job in a grocery store is the trenches. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I went six days without a job, like when the pandemic hit, like, every, like only six days, and I haven't stopped working since then. And I did the same thing. Like My landlord's like, where are you going? I'm going to go get a job at a grocery store. I'm like, I can't sit here and just. I was like, don't you people know I'm like an alcoholic? Like, I have to like, I have to be doing something. <laughs> yeah, you like, sit in the house all day. It's going like, to be what? bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we're going to inspire people. I want to talk about relationships after the break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Lift 
to your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island Time is waiting for you. Tune in every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. for the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer. Learn from and be inspired by local leaders, thinkers, and problem solvers who are tackling the sustainable living questions through invention, collaboration, and hard work. This lively and thought-provoking show focuses on tangible, practical measures that we can all take to reduce our carbon footprint and rethink how we relate to the resources of our natural world. Don't forget, that's the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer, every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. Are your medical expenses increasing, but your health is not improving? True Health offers unique services where Kasara empowers clients with intuition, education, and proven resources. Better choices can be made when information is available. Now's the time to visit TrueHealth.com. That's T-R-U-Health.com. And schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals. Your body will thank you. Are you planning your next move? We know it can be stressful, but at a swift move, you can relax and leave the work to us. You can put your mind at ease that your personal items will be safe throughout the entire moving process. To get a free quote from licensed professionals so you can compare and save, call us at 425-309-0577. That's 425-309-0577. So make your next move a swift one and give us a call. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. That's Maggie. Oh, Mama Mags. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> kind of Love, the Mama Mags band in the studio with me and Michael Glee. Welcome back. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. So we're going to got root chakra. We're going to take care of our bodies. We're going to exercise. We're going to eat right. You know, addictions come from that root chakra. So we're going to be addicted to something. I was addicted to exercise before this all happened. I mean, every day at the gym, before the show. I mean, for years I had to go work out. I, and then this happened, so things, uh, but I'm back. Back in the gym, taking care of myself. Uh, let's talk about relationships. That's the sacral chakra. That's uh, We're building a foundation here. So how were your relationships two years ago, Maggie? Oh, um, I had a lot of, like, single-serving friendships um, and a lot of dermal relationships, I guess, where I thought people were my friends and, uh, my I- idea of uh, like unconditional love was I don't know I was just so everybody was in my way right like my family anytime I visited them they would ask me about my drinking I'm like why is this such a big deal I don't understand you know and uh, you know it's uh, I've lost you know numerous I was a serial monogamist for most of my 20s and um lost most of those relationships to me being a a drunk and 
Uh, that's not something that I wanted to accept, and I only really realized it and accepted it uh, in sobriety because when I was in the relationship, I'd be like, well, this is just who I am. Like, if you don't like it, get out. You know, like, that's how I lived my, my life, you know. And uh, my sensitivities were, I looked at them like weaknesses. Um, I, I may as well have been wearing, like, spurs on my shoes. Like, I, you know, give me a Coors Light and a two-finger whiskey and get out of my way. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and, uh, yeah, so it's, I, I used people, uh, manipulated people. Um, I'm not proud of that, but that's just what happened. Um, and it's something that I've dealt with, and I know I'm not that person anymore today, um, which is really cool. And, so. you know, we did the labyrinth, and then my car, the alarm thing went, went all crazy and stuff, and we, we were trapped there for a while, and some <laughs> things came up. And I remember, now I remember that, it, it, you know, we're going to get our health back, back, right? You were working right. on that, but relationships, building our relationships. Yeah, because, I mean, my parents, you know, they let me live in their house with them after, you know, you know, 70 or 80 days prior or whatever, I was, you know, calling them, telling them I needed to go to the hospital, you know, and, and that is unconditional love. The fact that they didn't, you know, say do it on your own, you know, like I hadn't like screwed it enough to like not get help from them. And my brother who is sober, right, at this time, he's like three and a half years sober or something like that when I got sober and, and, uh, you know, he's just watching me suffer when he's found the answer, you know. But he can't, like, push it on me, you know. And I'm really just glad that I found it because, you know, our my relationships today are completely different. And they're so, so supportive, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, like I live with my brother and his wife and my two-month-old nephew now. And that's not that in, like, a nice house that we keep clean and, you know, it's <laughs> – a home. It's whoa. It is like grown up stuff. Because <laughs> you're thirty, dude. And like you know, and like Mike was talking about making his bed. Like you must have been in my head this morning, because I made my bed this morning. And like I rarely do that, but I try to. I try to live by the "leave it better than you found it" type of mentality. And you know, if I like leave my room clean when I leave my house in the morning, then when I come back, I'll be in a better mood. You know, won't have to. I'm sick of cleaning up wreckage, like <laughs> yeah. I, you know. Well, and and Mikey, we've been close forever, and then it was really not you, and it was hard for me. But again, I had to learn not to be codependent, mm. and that's that's the hardest lesson I've ever had was with my son, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think it changed our relate that me not helping him that time changed us forever. I would agree, definitely. And it broke me of a, a nasty, nasty habit of always trying to go in and save the day. Um, I quit that with my, my clients because I didn't go save you. I didn't do anything. You just hung out with me. And, but it was rough with my, you know, or my, my daughters or anybody, you know, that's really, really close to me. So I, that's when we grew the most. And since then, we've been doing pretty good. I would say so. I said to my uh, guys I work with, I'm like, how did I get through last winter? My son came out and hung out with me all the time, you know, and it was we had dinner and he spent the night, you know, and then now he's off doing his thing. But that was that's a support. But you were working on your sobriety and hanging out with family. So how about your relationships? How have they changed since you've been sober? Yeah, well, I'll say to start, like my relationships weren't good. Like I barely I rarely talk to my family. Um, well, back when I was drinking or going through it or 
I don't know, even from 19 to recently, last year or a year and a half ago, like, I really wasn't myself, and my relationship with everybody was, I kind of cared about people who didn't care about me, you know, I tried to always give myself for people who would never do the same in return, and, but I always looked for that, you know, I'd always look for that one person or somebody who was willing to do exactly what I would do for them, you know, and, but I was always focusing on the wrong people. Like, you and April and Teresa, you guys were always there, and you guys always truly cared for me, you know. It may have been tough love, but I didn't see it at the time. And so when that whole situation happened, like, it really made me look at my life and who I needed to keep around and who I needed to actually put my effort towards. And, and I mean, your mother, your sisters, you know, your, I don't have brothers or any, well, I have a brother from another mother, Robert, <laughs> and he... He's the only friend that ever, you know, like I said, what I always say to people is if I were to go into a gas station and I had $4 and I'm buying myself a drink, I'm going to come out with one for you too, you know? And he was the only type of person that was like that. He's had my back since day one, and he's the only person other than family that I actually looked at as like, okay, these are the people I need to keep in my life. Everybody else. Don't just eliminate them out of your life, but realize that you don't need them, you know, and don't look look for anything from them because you're not gonna get it. Boundaries. And, yeah. Boundaries. <laughs> and you'll you'll end up you'll end up disappointed and and that was one thing is I always cared for other people more than I cared for myself. So once that whole situation happened and I became sober, uh first the first relationship I took care of was myself. Um that was the relationship that meant the most because how am I going to help anybody else or do anything with anybody else if the relationship with myself isn't good? Um, and so once I fixed that, the relationship with family and my close friend were easy. It was call you every day, you know, hang out with my sister and see my nephew and niece. I wasn't around for uh, Emma's couple first years, you know, and now – they're asking me to watch him and drive him around. <laughs> I, I, I drove Ethan around in my convertible, you know, like like Mike a couple of years ago, my sister would have never let me hang out or do things like that, you know. So I'd say my relationships have become very, very good. And I think, too, that happens when you, you're clean and sober, but then there's also that trust factor that has to be over time, you know, and that's our boundaries because, you know, she cares about her kids. She doesn't want them in the car if you've been drinking and all these things. So yeah. it's been, for me, these last two years have made me realize I knew before my family was important. But I was out doing what you were kind of like, you know, you make friends, but they're not really your friends and blah, blah, blah. And you carry them around and you hang out with them. But really, our foundation, our family has never, ever been as strong as it is now, you know. So that's that's where, as a mom, I feel like I am on vacation. <laughs> mm. You know, I can actually just go to my place and just relax and sleep. And because, and you know, and it's not good to worry because you're praying backwards, you know. So I, I, it was Mikey. Oh, my God. That day, <laughs> that day, I put out there, like, please help. We, we need something. I pulled a card, and it was prayer. And, and, and that's all I had. You know, there's nothing I can do for a loved one besides send love and light and pray and then get out of the way. Because they have to do the work, right? We yeah. all have to do the work. or is it, No one can do it for you. Mm-hmm. You're talking boundaries and relationships, Maggie. Yeah, if, if somebody could have gotten me sober, it would have happened a, a long time ago. Uh, yeah, uh, boundaries. Um, like when I first moved away from Leavenworth, I mean, like, 
I went from like zero to six, you know, or like from like racing to stopped really fast. I mean, like I was helping like run drugs. I was helping like sell them and like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, so like people would hit me up and then I'd be like, sorry, I don't do that anymore. And then they, I would never hear from them again, you know, or like somebody that was really close to me and we spent every waking moment together. Like as soon as they found out I was clean, it was like, didn't really hear from them. And then, you know, later on tried to like continue the friendship with me. And I was like, this doesn't serve me anymore. You know, um, I thought that accolades and, you know, you know, conviviality through drinking, like I thought that was genuine because I didn't know anything else. You know, I was primarily like a, a bar drinker. You know, I, I drank every waking moment of my life for the last like five years. But I was like, I just suffered in public. You know, I was just out there like suffering for the world to see. Um, and so I thought those like late nights of like closing the bar and like all that stuff. I thought that was fun. You know, that's like what I had been conditioned in my brain to think was fun. And then, you know, stepping back and getting sober and like, you know, I called myself an alcoholic all the time when I was out drinking. I'm like, oh yeah, the alcoholics stay here the latest, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but when I finally said I was an alcoholic when I was sober, I was like, oh, this is, this is like a lot worse than I thought. You know what I mean? Um, just like my dependence on liquor and my dependence on people and of and of like constant attention and just like more, 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 me, me, me all the time, you know, and never slowing down. Um, Do you think maybe that's why you're you're not going to get on stage for a while, too, just so you can have that foundation of I think that's a, a big part of it, too. Um I I'm really excited. We released this song on Spotify on October 15th. Uh, you can find it on all streaming services. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a huge deal. Like, because I, I talked about recording music for literally a decade. And now I finally released a song because I was like sober enough to put all the pieces together. Um, and it's a huge deal. And uh, I think, you know, moving forward, like, more recording, more practice, more writing, and just, like, what better time than, like, fall and winter to, like, kind of hunker down and get that kind of stuff And have done. your band. And be have solid. And solid. be solid, yeah. Like, and, you know, Kat and Billy Cornelius, they're the uh, drummer and bassist, husband and wife, and Steve Schneider is our lead guitarist who also uh, mixed and produced our recording, um, which is phenomenal. He's he's definitely the brains. Um yeah, it's it's incredible to have these these people behind me like and with me bringing these songs that I wrote in my bedroom to life. You know, the song that we released, I wrote that like 7 years ago. And it's just been like hanging out, huh. you know. And now it's like out for the world. It's uh, It's like having a baby. It's yeah, it's it's beyond me. I'm like, "Did you listen to my baby yet?" Like yeah, it's but it's it's bigger than me. You and know? that's how it goes like with the chakras. It's the higher chakras are your ideas and how you can live in your head. And you got all mm -hmm. these blah, 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 and you talk about it. But that root chakra, that foundation is your body, your health, right? Again, right. Or we wouldn't be here. And then that tribe that's solid, that supports you. And, and then you, you're unstoppable, especially if you have business partners yeah. that work well together. And you and I went through this like we have to stop doing that thing we do where we bring these broken people into our lives and try to <laughs> save the freaking day. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I brought a lot of people 
into my life that I always felt like I needed to give a lot to to help them out, and they never really helped me out. And ever since I changed my life a little bit, not a little bit, a lot of it, I would say, um, I'm doing the right thing, so the right things come into my life. When you're out there putting out negative energy or doing the wrong things, that's what you attract is negative energy and negative people, and they feed off of you, especially if you have good energy. Like, if you have good energy (laughs) on the inside, you know, people with negative energy will eat all that up, and then you're left with nothing at the end of the day, and then usually that's when you turn to alcohol or something, you know, And, and so once I started focusing on the good things, I've had nothing but positive people come into my life. Especially recently, the most <laughs> one of the most positive people I know. It's a girl. So self-defeating is a root chakra issue. So that's pulling the rug out from under yourself. Mm. Okay, before and that's like bullies do. They come over and knock you down. So you know you want to build self-esteem, which basically you're saying self-love started with yourself. So when you build up from the bottom, then the bullies can't come and knock you down. But if we're trying to skip steps, so yeah, that health relationships. And then after that, you get that part where you get to shine. So that's your, your solar plexus. And that's like you leave your family, you leave your tribe, and you do the thing that brings you joy. So for you, maybe right now it's just working out and writing music. Right. Like, uh, I mean, obviously music has been it's been a part of my life. I've been playing guitar for like 19 years now. I don't know how that's possible. Um, and, you know, writing songs and playing out for like 15 years. And uh, recently... In the last, like, you know, three weeks, I've, like, started learning jujitsu, and uh, about, like, back in May, no, June, I started uh, advanced kickboxing, so it's, like, sparring skills, like Muay Thai, Um, and, like, that's how I start my day, Monday through Thursday, is, like, I'm up at 6.30 in the morning, and I'm at practice by 8 o'clock, and, um, you know, getting in that zone, like, the heat's on and in the room and we got incense burning and I'm just like in this like meditative state um, and bruises. But uh, <laughs> but it's like teaching me to like slow down. It's a way to get connected with my body and feel powerful. Um, and like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's definitely like stirring up this joy in me that I never thought possible, you know. First of all, I say early to bed, early to rise. That's a good one. Cause you, I do. I'm in bed by nine o'clock watching <laughs> Seinfeld, dude. There you go. <laughs> That's always an, uh, a good one. But also to the fact that it's mind, body, spirit. So you, like bring spirit to the table, which is your higher self, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having those synchronicities or, you know, setting your intentions, doing the vision boards. So that, so when you have the solid foundation, your your spirit's driving your body and then you turn out to be in the right place at the right time with the right people. It's easier. It's magical. Um, so writing goals to me is like, oh, I'll get it done. I'll force it. And you hate it. But when, you know, you want to do the what's that, freedom and discipline. There's something between the two. You got to have the freedom, but you also have to have discipline. That's making your bed. So in the, in the meantime, when you find that thing that you can connect to, for me, it's walking in the woods, counting my blessings in the morning. But really just being alone in nature, that's where I get my aha moments and I get my that's why I take people out there with me, <laughs> Mike, Maggie. But, you know, you've got to have something leading the way. And then, Mike, you you are just so into the fours, man. It's, and it's they're everywhere. And it's just the universe patting you on the back. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time I see it, something good happens or I'm just in a good moment. And, and I mean, like, like growing up, it was because of you. Like, you, you said it's an angel's number, 44. And then a lot, like, things in life kind of made that actually happen. Like, a friend passed away, and his 
his football and baseball, like, all his jerseys were 44, you know, and, and it was like ever since then, it's just been every time I see it, I'm doing the right thing. And it typically happens every day, so I'm doing the right things a lot, I guess. Yeah, and he shows me his, the new uh, uh, warehouse, and we get into his car, four, four, four. Yeah, like, I'm literally showing my mom the new warehouse where her Reiki studio is going to be and all my staging and all that's going to be, and she gets into my car that I just got, and it's at 440. I just put 444.44 miles on it. Whoa. <laughs> like to the dot. And I'm like, okay, yo, that's a little weird. Whoa. Like, <laughs> And I meet the new stager and her and I are just like sisters from another whatever, mister. It's like we're the best friends already. So everything, that's how you just know. And then if you don't have the signs, that's when you go back to the drawing board. You try to figure out what it is that will bring you joy. How do you make yourself healthier? And then you move forward. But if you don't know what to do, you do nothing. So that's what I just did for the last month or so. I, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I sat back and did nothing. And then Mike comes up with this idea. And I'm, I feel really excited, you know, because I do events. There's nothing better for, than me going into a place and, and I call it edification, making it, you know, like lift your spirits in Snohomish, mm-hmm. having the music festival, having kids on the street. It's energy work, you know, and it's not too hard. I've sold tons of houses by going in and saying, this is, doesn't feel good. Let's change it. So. And I get an office to do my healing work on the mainland because it is hard to get to Woodby. <laughs> that was on my yearly list, so um, check it off. Check it off. <laughs> and then we went shopping for a, a red sporty car, Michael Gleave, because my car, my van was like on what? <laughs> yeah, it was not reliable, so we got you a new car. It was very nice. That was on the list, too. So, yeah. I, but life is good. Oh, no, I was talking to. Uh, an older fellow, and he's actually the owner of the warehouse that I got my new warehouse. And I was talking to him two days ago, and he was just—he was talking about how to set your goals, but don't set like unachievable goals because if you don't achieve your goals, then it's kind of like putting yourself down, and then you keep into that pattern, and then you never lift yourself up. So he was saying set set smaller goals, and and I I did set the yearly goal, and lately I I'll say that I've been kind of a little flustered in my brain because I have all these things in my head that I need to accomplish or get done, but there's like, how am I going to get those done? And what he was saying is to set the smaller goals. So I need to set like weekly goals, daily goals, monthly goals, you know, because if you don't set, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was very lucky, not lucky. I put in the work and I worked hard, but there was some higher force that helped me out with it and to achieving my yearly goals, you know, but to achieve most of your goals, you need to set those small goals too, to get there. So that's one thing that I need to work on and everybody else could work on it. Yeah, well. like I want to um, – I was talking with the head coach um, at Wild Style. He's also my boss and my friend, and, and a, he's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And I made the mistake of telling him that I wanted to compete at some point, like whether it's kickboxing or grappling. And he's like, oh, well, there's there's a competition in February next year. Like, well, we'll get you – I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but, like – if that's ever going to be attainable, right? Like, it's a measurable goal, but if I ever want to get there, like, what do I do today? Like, luckily, like, the program I work for my sobriety, it tells me that it's, like, I get to do this one day at a time, and I don't, like, like, even on the way here, I was, like, I don't get to, like, get psyched out about traffic on the way home. I just have, I get to get, like, excited about the traffic right now, (laughs) you know? And it's, like, I don't have to, like, plan for the future too far ahead. Um, I get to do the right thing now and like wake up early and make it to practice and and be consistent if I want to reach those goals, you know, one and, thing at a time. Yes, yeah, seriously, like one 
second at a at time a sometimes. Present moment is yeah. where the magic is. If you're always out there or way behind, you're missing the gift. I was like, That's right here, right now. Find the elevator. <laughs> find, <laughs> find the fifth floor with Dina and Mike. Check. And yeah. one thing I'll, before we go to break, give yourself credit. I always say write down on a piece of paper, put it in your computer, write down the things you've accomplished and say good job, you know? See your cup full and how amazing you are, and then, yeah, you get more amazing things. So we'll take our last break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Join me at Bayview Healing Arts on beautiful Woodby Island this spring. I'll be offering free mini chakra tune-ups at our open house Saturday, March 21st, introduction to Reiki plus Chakras 101, March 28th, and one-on-one self-care energy healing sessions with me by appointment. Bayview Healing Arts offers acupuncture, massage therapy, aesthetic facials, and yoga classes that will lift your spirits. Reach out to me at dina-marie.com for more information and registration. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Do you feel stressed, exhausted, or burned out? Would you like to identify your unique warning signs and know what to do? Are you ready to learn how to calm your system and increase your energy so you are healthier, happier, and more productive? Learn from an expert. I transform my life from burnout to bliss, and you can too. Go to MarlaWilliams.net, click on Learn, and sign up for my Burnout Prevention Formula course and move from burnout to bliss in just six weeks or less. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp. That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com.
sorry, babe, that it took so long for me to finally say I was wrong. Beside myself with nothing else, finding love and solace only on the top shelf. I know I've done my best I could have done a whole lot worse Darling, sometimes I just Can't find the words Hell, even if I try Lord, help me Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits, and that is Maggie, Mama Mags. And you know what I saw? The 16-year-old girl that came into my office in Snohomish. That's who I just saw. You look super young now. Did you know that? Dude, skincare, man. Man. <laughs> when I saw you in Leavenworth, you're like, you kept touching my face, and you're like, God, you got great skin. That's weird. I just got a facial. <laughs> I just got a facial that day, and you were like, ah. Doesn't surprise me. But yeah, you're, you you showed me a before and after picture, and you just look amazing. I want you to plug your, your band. So uh, our band is called Mama Mag's Band. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, TikTok, and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, Instagram is at Mama Mags Music. Facebook, same thing, at Mama Mags Music, M-A-M-A-M-A-G-S, <laughs> music. And your gyms, uh, give them a plug. Oh, yeah, so uh, I'm happy to be the assistant manager at Wild Style Gym. Owners are Sarah and Jason Morris. We're located at 1307 13th Street, Suites E&I, Snohomish, Washington, 98290. 
And we offer kickboxing fundamentals and uh, kids programs as well. If you have ever been thinking about martial arts, give us a jingle. You lift my spirits. Look at her. <laughs> and Michael, what's what's going on with us? Where are we? Who are we? What's going on? Um, well, got the moving company, a swift move. Um, and then we have the new staging company, I Am Staging Incorporated. And today I'm going to set up the office. Yep, Woo! setting up the office, transferring over the warehouse. Uh, today's the big day to move everything into the new warehouse. Um, yeah, and if you need a move or to contact for a staging, you can call 425-230-0502. Yeah, <laughs> I have two phone numbers. The other one is 425-309-0507. Or Go to dina-marie.com, check out my number, and I know him. Like, should so, I do uh, a phone number, too? I forgot my phone you number. You should do a phone Yeah, Drop then you it. might get some other calls, Be too. like, yeah, Wild Style Jim, you can reach me at 425-876-5929. All these phone numbers. And uh, let's see. So um, I'll be, hopefully, I'm going to get things going here in Linwood, and I'll do some Reiki 1 classes and some readings and uh, get back to teaching. That's what I love to do. I love to teach in groups and then... I don't do Zoom. And so being on this side, I have a lot of people that was just too hard to get to Woodby, even though lots of people came out for retreats. And that was so much fun. God, that was so much fun. Uh, so I'll still do the retreats if we can get the ferries getting better. But for now, I don't want people to, to stress out. But I am at Bayview Corner and I do have an office. So if you want to come out to Woodby and do a healing session with me, spend the night, I can set you up as your tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. And then I'll give you some information later about my uh, Linwood, but go to dina-marie.com. And but something super cool is my friend, Anthony Mana, who was on my show. He's an author. Uh, bought, bought my book a year ago. And each week we called each other. And then he started writing, it sounds like songs, actually, some of the things he's writing. I might give you some of that. But anyways, mm -hmm. Maggie. Um, but it was, it's about celestial arts is what he calls it. And so he's loving it. He didn't know what chakras were. He didn't know what energy work was. And so he's been through a lot this year. And he's loving the book. And we are doing um, YouTube once a week. And he uh, brings it on, uh, on his his YouTube channel, Anthony Mana Books. But uh, at dina-marie.com, you can reach out to me or go to my Facebook page. But I'm doing Zoom, and I'm actually being videoed, which was so hard for me, and now I'm, like, really liking it. I do look up a lot, but that means my open chakras are high. My higher chakras are open. <laughs> I but, love Zoom. Oh, yeah. So we're doing the YouTubes, and you can watch those if you go to my Facebook page. But um, Our Energy Matters, that's what we're calling it, with uh, Anthony Mana and Dina Marie. So I just prayed for kind, gentle, fascinating people to come into my life. I'm praying for good health because health is everything. And then I'll, the solar plexus is that thing. I've got to get back to working out. I've got to get back to teaching. I've got to get back to doing my Reiki, which I love to, to do treatments and I love to teach. And then um, working with my son. I can't think of anything more uh, pleasurable because when I'm in like, oh, did you hear that on the news? And Because I, I barely hear the news. I just walk by and see it and get all upset. He's like, Mom, change your tune. <laughs> Focus on what you can control. You can't control any of that. So no. I do want to say while I was sitting here and Maggie was playing, I um, I realized while you were playing, it was I don't know when you wrote the song or whenever you wrote it. It could have been years and years ago or whenever, but it looked like you were singing it, and it really meant something to you. You know what I meant? And so it kind of like touched me a little bit too because. It just feels like you were singing it with your heart because it says, "Fine." It took me a while to find myself. Yep, you know, was, I wrote that really early in sobriety in February of last year. Yeah, and, so yeah. It takes a while to find yourself, right? Yeah.
Absolutely, it, my it friend. It takes a while for everybody, but it's, it's good to see from another person that you found yourself. Hell yeah. So that's good. <laughs> you find yourself, you keep yourself, you nurture yourself, and then you attract those people that do the same thing. So when we're, like, being codependent, we're trying to give to other people, or blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't work, does it? I know that's right. <laughs> I attracted some good people in my life. And tell them, you know, I, I made phone calls all this time, and I would reach out to people and say thank you, you know, because everybody's sitting at home getting into the, the low spirits. So we want them to have high spirits. And so I do love teaching, but the chakras are set your intentions, count your blessing each day, make your bed, that's one. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and then you focus on the things that are working in your life. If it feels good, keep doing it. You get your intuition, and it tells you to do something. Put your heart into it and physically show up. And Maggie's here in the studio and my son. And it was not the easiest day to get here. (laughs) So it's been a super lovely show. I I think I'll be back December 31st and the New Year's and I'll have a lot more to update you on. But right now it's Lift Your Spirits Radio. I have four hosts coming in and they're telling their stories. Uh, If you can go to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie and I plug them all the time. But yeah, thank them for uh, filling in for me so I can enjoy the life that I have built. Uh, thank you, Benny. And we're going to end the show with your uh, new song. Kind of love. And I thank you for listening. Come back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits.